This is the Kingdom Move Podcast. We hope you're inspired even as you make time to listen to this message. Hallelujah. God is good. And all the time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit. You are with us. You are the spirit of revelation and understanding. I pray that, Father, give us understanding to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so today we are continuing what I started, victory, the other time, amen. So take your pen and paper and your and uh, pen and your book and all. Let's open our Bibles first to John 1, 10 to 12. John 1, 10 to 12. I know you already know it. There's a read that... Um, <laughs> you have your um, so John 1 10 to 12 says he wait I want to change the translation right so John John 1 10 to 12 um, says that he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Verse 12. Yet to all who received him. Someone say, yet to all. Yes. He said, yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. 13 says, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or husband's will, but born of God. Right. So he's not talking about those that the, the husband says, That's a natural decision. Are you with me? Uh-huh. So let, let, you have to understand that um, Christ has called us to a victorious life. Amen. Someone say, Christ has called me to a victorious life. Christ has called me to what? A victorious life. Um, this victory that we are talking about is for everyone. It's not for some. It's for everyone. Um, but you have to understand that this victory is rooted in our identity. It's rooted in what? Our, what? our identity. Who we are. Are you with me? Your victory is rooted in what? In what? Uh-huh. Or somebody say, in my identity. Right? Yeah. It's in you, your identity. That is why I, I, I read a scripture. Uh, the scripture I read said, what? He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He means that it's not everybody that recognizes who he is. Are you with me? But it says that to those who recognize him, you know, he said he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive. But yet to those who recognized or received him, he says, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children. God, when the word of faith came to us and then we recognized this is the Savior, this is who we need for our salvation, and we received him, Bible said he gave a power. Someone say he gave a power. Right, he gave power so that we can become what children. Hallelujah. So if you are here and you have believed on the name of the Lord, you have received some power to become a child. Hallelujah. It also means that you are not a bastard. Are you with me? Uh-huh. You are not what? A bastard. It means that when it comes to matters of the spirit, which is the true nature of who you are, somebody recognizes you as a child. And that somebody is Jesus. Are you in the house? Are you in the house? Am I talking to someone in the house? Uh-huh. So, turn about. Let's go on. Now, Bible makes us understand. Let's, let's jump to Colossians, Colossians 2. Um, we are going to read some scriptures. Colossians, right. Colossians 2, 13 to 15. Colossians 2, 13-15. It says, When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, 
we were once, um, when we were not born again, when we have not accepted Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior. It says, we were dead in our sins and also consisting in our sinful nature. Verse, it continues, it says, God made you. God made who? You. God made you alive with Christ. Are you with me? God made you what? Remember I said that uh, the, the first scripture says that he gave power to become children. That moment when that power came, you were made alive. Are you with me? Which also gives a picture that then you were dead and life has come to you. Are you in the house? Uh-huh. He says, he, you were made alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins. Someone say amen. amen. Verse 14. Having canceled the written code with its regulations, that was against us. And that stood opposed to us. He took it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Someone say, Amen. Amen. So the, what the initial statement I made that we have victory in him, right? Uh-huh. You have to understand that. I, I, want to, I want to lay the foundation for that, that Christ has attained victory for us. We have victory won for us. I have victory won for me. Who am I? I'm one that has a relation with Jesus. Um, I'm a child of God. Because I believed in his son, I've become a child of God. I'm not a bastard. And how did Jesus attain the, 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 the victory? He went to hell, went to fight for me. Hallelujah. Dealt to the devil. And then he said, now I'm good. So by my relation with Jesus, the one who fights, I'm good. Or the one who fought. Are you with me? That's why I said that your, your victory lies in what? Your identity. Because Jesus is the one that went into hell to fight for you. Mm. Are you with me? So you have to understand that somebody has fought for you. You see the way some women can run their mouth because they have, their husbands have big bodies. Yeah. Because their husbands are macho, they can run their mouth. They can go and look for any fight in town. Are you with me? Because they know that if fight fight right now, what's going to happen? My husband will fight. Are you with me? Or I have a champion at home. <laughs> Boom. Are you in the house? Okay. But I want to go back a little. You know the way sometimes I do. I like to go back so that we can we can march forward. Right. So tell me, but let's go back. So this guy that was disarmed, you know, in hell, where is he from? And we go back to the story from beginning, Genesis. Um, the, every day I get convinced that, look, there's so much in Genesis that if we, underst we understand, it can change our life. Are you guys with me? Uh -huh. Because from the beginning, we realize that God made everything. When you read, you, you, are, you are around... Um, from the uh, Genesis one thirty one, the Bible says, and God saw that everything He had made, and behold, it was good. It was very good. Actually, that's what it says. Everything from the beginning was very good. No sin, no problem. Everything was fine. God Himself put an approval on it and said, "This is very good." Are you with me? Certified. It has passed all the tests. Everything is good. And then all of a sudden, this guy showed up. Now, one of the key things I want you to understand is that the devil doesn't show up just because there's sin. The devil just like showing up. <laughs> Bible actually even said that he's running through and through. The guy is busy. He will show up. Bible says when the sons of men, the sons of God showed up, what did he do? He was there. They like showing up. The guy likes showing up. The problem is not to keep him away because he will show up. Even in God's presence, he showed up. Ah. You know, sometimes people think that their victory is when the devil is not there. No. Because he will show up. And God even recognizes his presence. Right. So, from the beginning when everything was perfect, the guy showed up. <laughs> I'm telling you, Genesis 3, 1. And Bible said that then he came to start engaging, communicating with the people. And then he, 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 he how do you call it? How do I put it? He brought into question what God has said. He brought into what? Question what 
God has said. <clears throat> okay. So here is this guy who will show up even who God even recognizes his presence. So the issue is not the devil showing up like I already said. What he came to do was that he questioned the people what they thought they knew or what they thought they had heard. Because he, <laughs> he didn't tell them God has not said. He said, what, did he, what do you think he said? And that was not wrong. It was not wrong. <laughs> ah. Sharp guy. Smart guy. I think we don't recognize the ways he works. And that's why, like uh, Prophet Achuman, that's what I was saying. He said, look, Ghana prays a lot. But he said, majority of what we pray is wrong. The content is a problem. Because some people are on mountains and all they are doing is that they don't want the devil to show up. They want to kill the devil. No. <laughs> he said something this morning that really blessed me. He said, look, it's when you go to the Old Testament, they didn't recognize, they didn't know demons. They knew witches. They didn't know demons. It's in New Testament that you see demons. That demons are the real influence behind people. So Paul's dealing with witches in the New Testament is different from the way they were dealing with uh, satanic work in the Old Testament. So killing your enemies in the Old Testament is what they knew based on the limited revelation they knew. But in the New Testament, we don't kill them. Mm. Hey, are you in the house? Look at your neighbors and neighbor. Should the devil come and question you? What will be your answer? <laughs> and I think this is a strategy that the devil has been using and is still using. He's just questioning, what do you think you heard? What do you think you heard? And by reason of that question, he was also asking them, what do they believe about this God and what do they believe about what he believes about them? Ah. <laughs> because the question is basically founded on what they believe. What has God said? You know something, somebody will say something, but you know the intention of what he said. And that's what basically what he was asking of them. And remember, even though they were perfect, they were perfect in those times without without sin, their knowledge of him was not perfect yet. So there was a room for flaws. And that's what the devil capitalized on. Hey, I feel like the devil is questioning somebody here. <laughs> <laughs> And every morning, that's what you do. When you get up in the morning, he asks you, what has God really said about your life? Did he really say you will prosper? <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Is it what he said? And then all of a sudden, the question, by that question, you are questioning what you believe about God and what you believe God believes about you. Because you have to understand that should God ask you to do something, it means God has invested some belief in you. And that was what the, the enemy was questioning, was, was punching holes into. And all of a sudden, the guys were, were found wanting. Hey! What did Jesus call the, the devil? He said he was a murderer, and he said he's a liar from the beginning. Hmm. How did his lies work? He questioned the truth you think you knew. I don't know that makes some sense. <laughs> Oftentimes, check where the greatest deception is is close to a uh, is close close to a truth. That's where the great deception is. It's when it's close to a truth. When he says, "Oh, but I will marry you, so let's have sex," it's very close to a truth. <laughs> uh, Am I talking to somebody in the house? We are 
remember we are going to marry? Yeah. I love you. Yeah. So you love me? Yeah. <laughs> so, let, so let's have sex. Aha. Uh -huh. So you can't see the <laughs> you can't see the deception, but it's just clearly because it's very close to a truth. Mm. Am I making some sense to somebody? Tonight I'm teaching you victory over the devil. Ah, are you in the house? Are you in the house? Jesus called him a liar from the beginning. Now, that said, it means that the guy we are dealing with presently is a liar. His words, his words is a liar. You have to understand that we don't fight unto victory. Because I established from the beginning that we are already victorious. What we do is that we fight to maintain the victory we already have. Hey. We don't fight what? Mm -hmm. But we do what? So the battle that we are in daily is lies that are drawn close to truth. That are coming to you in the form of questions. Hey, am I talking to someone in the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> are, you are you really healed? Are you sure? <laughs> right. You have to understand we fight to keep our victory from the liar's hands. That's the devil. His greatest attacks are purpose at killing something in your life. Now, if the enemy's goal is to kill, it means that thing is alive. And what is alive inside of you? As God's child. Joy. So when the devil is coming, he's coming to try to kill some joy inside of you. Nobody kills a dead thing. You only kill things that are alive. Bible said his weapons are to, work, to steal. Like he said, his mission statement is to kill, to steal, and to do what? And to destroy. Yeah. It's coming to kill something that is alive in you. What is alive in a believer? Joy, peace, hope, hope. Hallelujah. Yeah. Anytime you hear the question is coming, this is what he's going after. All this, all this is an embodiment or is is encapsulated in this word, love. It's love. You see, the believer is one that God invests his love in. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that we will not what, perish, but at what, have everlasting life. Our relationship with God started on love, and it will, it's love that keeps it, and love to the very end. So anytime the devil is coming at you, what is coming after is coming after the love of God inside of you. The reason why he was able to get the guys was because they were not perfected in God's love about them. Even though they were perfect, they hadn't seen before, but they were not perfect in God's love. And then they would have said, look, he loves us enough that whatever he has said, we believe it. We don't need to question it. Love. Am I making some sense, somebody? Oh, I've, I've, I've left, I've confused you. Hey, are you in the house? Therefore, Satan's victory over you, or if Satan has victory over you, is based on what you know and believe, or what you don't know, and so don't believe. I hope I haven't gone too far. That's it. The reason why you are losing a lot of ground is because you don't know some things. Or if you know them, then you yourself are not believing them. That's the reason why he gains victory over you. But if you know and you believe, there's no more victory over you. You already have victory over him. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm making some sense somebody in the house. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. <laughs> you got to believe this. You have to believe this. <laughs> you have to do what? Someone to open First John. First John. Someone say First John. <laughs> First John 3 verse 1 it says how great is the love the father has lavished on us 
How do we know this? How do we know this? He said, how great it was is the, is the words that we should be what? Called, <laughs> read this there, that we should be called what? No, no, this, how great, read what, read it again, how what? Let me, let me look at it. Uh-huh. Behold, yes. Amplify says, see what an incredible quality of love the Father has shown us that we should be permitted to be named and called and counted the children of God. You see, Adam and Eve were of God's creation, but they did not know what it means to be God's children. We know because we, man sinned and then God himself came to die for us. So our knowledge of God's love, it's so deep. Ha. And remember, I'm telling you that when Satan comes, he's going to come close. He brings his lies close to the truth. And that's where the confusion comes. Ha. What am I saying? Your key to victory is how much you know of God's love for you. How much you are loved. How much you are loved. How much what? You are loved. You want to have victory over the devil, you have to know that. You're, you see, the devil cannot stand one thing. The fact that you sin, yet you are forgiven. And he sin and is condemned forever. <laughs> this is what, this is the victory we have. It's like, it's like, you know, sometimes you have two people in the house, and when one, one sins, oh, could you, could, you, oh, could you pause the thing on the ground? Oh, could you? They make you sit here, you know. But somebody, small spirit, there's no dig for them. Sakulawi. Or Pesai. And the devil cannot comprehend it. Why them? Because God has chosen to love us. Hey, I'm out of somewhere in the house. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. neighbor, God has chosen to love you, to love you. Tell everybody, God has chosen to lavish his love on you. The other word is to pour, is to waste, is to, is to express, is to man. God has chosen to, to show forth his love through your life, even though your head is big. Are you in the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you in the house? So, God, Satan comes at, at you, trying to, like I said, what you know and believe. And how does he do so? His weapons are accusations. You are a thief, you are not truthful. You're a liar. These are accusations. Condemnation. You'll be good for nothing. You. You'll never get anywhere. And, these are, these, and remember, any time the devil is going to accuse you, he's going to accuse you based on the knowledge of things he knows about you. So, if you have not stolen before, you won't say you are a thief. You have stolen before, so that's what you use. <laughs> and is that true? Yes, you have so, you're, you're a thief. But how does the father look at your actions of stealing? That's the difference. So that's why I said that he will bring his lie close to the truth that you become confused. And he, he brings it to question. What do you know? What have you heard? Hey. Are you in the house? Yeah. Negative mental pictures. Past reminders. And all those. Sometimes you wake up in the morning, they remind you those when you're squeezing the breast. And says, you today, you say, a pastor. Today, you say, a pastor, I lay hands. Are you not ashamed? Are you not ashamed? After you squeeze all the breasts, now you are laying hands. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you are in the same hands. All of a sudden, you say, oh, God. Then all of a sudden, you say, I don't think I can go for a meeting today. Ah. I'm out of someone in the house. 
Yeah, look at it and say, neighbor, this word is for you. Ah. Hallelujah. But look at it and say, neighbor, you need not fear. Remember, all this, all this is to produce one thing, fear. All this is to do what? Produce fear. How many of you remember when God came into the picture, what happened to Adam and Eve? They all ran because they were afraid. All the accusations and things Satan is trying to do is so that you will fear judgment. That's basically it. Satan wants you to fear judgment. But Christ came to die so that you don't fear judgment. Meanwhile, there are a lot of believers today who are afraid of judgment. When you mention end of time, hey, 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 hey who will make it? <laughs> hey, am I talking about the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's read the first John 4. First John 4, 17. In this union and fellowship with, <laughs> with him, love is completed and perfected with us. So that we have confidence in the day of judgment. Remember, one of the great works of the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. I remember I told you that he will show up, he shows up everywhere. And Bible says he accuses the enemy. Even before God, he, he accuses them. So the guy is looking at in our mind, he has sown the seed in our mind that look before the father, he is going to be there to make sure you. Your deeds are brought out, and then you are, you know, like those when you're in the house, you have this sibling that all they do, they are just, they're quiet, and they're looking. They are taping everything. The minute your father enters, they oh, daddy, <laughs> he went for your drink, and was drinking, and shared to all his friends, and even said, who are you? <laughs> They tape everything. That's why the devil is. Like to tape everything that on the day of judgment. And most of us have at the back of our mind, the day of judgment, our deeds are going to be shown. The Bible seed, you know. I'm telling you. And the devil tells you that he will make sure that the city doesn't scratch. That the place very clearly <laughs> with surround sound. <laughs> are you in the house? So a lot of believers are afraid of judgment. Hmm. Ah. Are you in the house? Yeah. So let's read on. Let's, it says, in this is a lot perfected with us that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. There is no fear where? There is no fear where? But perfect love casts out what? Fear. For fear has to do with punishment. And he who fears is not perfected in love. Mm. The greatest victory over Satan is when he accuses you and says, look, I know I'm covered because of the love of God. The guy boils inside. <laughs> because the enemy's uh, weapons only work or they work when fear is producing us. All the accusation is to produce fear in you. Ha! Huh. But the scripture is very powerful. I was standing there when I was coming and said, the Holy Spirit was just sharing some things. With, I, I, I hope I'm able to make it clear to you, like the way I got it. Now, let's read on. It says, in this is love what? Perfected with us. Now, that word perfected in, in there, we are thinking without flaw. Anytime we come against, oftentimes when we come, the word, we come across the word perfect, we have at the back of our mind without flaw. Are you with me? But Bible is saying that, or oh, you, before I come there, it says, fear has no, um, fear has to do with judgment. And he who fears is not perfect in love. God's desire is that his love will be perfected in us. Let me lay that before I go on. God's desire is that what? 
His love will be made what? Perfect in us. Now, his love comes to us when we receive his son. So when we receive the son, God's love is made, it has come to us. The Bible says God is love. So the minute we receive this son, we have received love into us. But God's desire is this, that or as John was writing, John was, John was writing that we should have confidence in him before judgment. Meaning that love has to do with, or love has something to do with judgment. Are, are you with me? Love has something to do with judgment. Because John was saying that I pray and I hope that, look, you, look you're, you're not afraid. Don't be afraid of judgment. Because his love is inside of you. Let's, let's follow. Are you in the house? For fear has to do with what? punishment and he who fears is not perfected in love i want you to get that fear has to do with what punishment and he who was fears the sign of your fear is that you are not made perfect in love how then are we made perfect in love and i was saying that that word perfect there is not to be without flaw that word perfect there means to complete mm. it's what paul said that his, his heart and his mind is set in completing his mission. That word he was using, he was not talking about to go through his mission without flaw. He was talking about simply to bring it to an end. It means that, here's this, the only way by which we are confident before God is when his love has completion inside of us. And for God's love to have completion inside of us means that what he was talking about is that God's love will have a free flow not only in us but through us. It's like uh, when the Bible used uh, faith. Show me your faith without an action. But I'll show you my faith by my action. So in a sense, faith only has, faith is perfected when it is expressed in action. Love is completed when it flows through us to somebody. God's love to be perfected in us is not that something that we receive and sit, but something that finds expression through us. And John is saying that this is how we have the victory. When love is made perfect inside of us, then we do not fear. Am I making some sense? Or I've lost some people? Hey. <laughs> this is deliver. I'm telling you. So as I said, I said, hi. The devil is a liar. Abu San Jatani. The devil is a liar. The guy says, the devil is a liar. Then it translates Abu San Jatani. He's hearing as a liar. <laughs> he said, the devil, the devil is a liar. He said, no, the devil is a liar. <laughs> Look at your name and say, the devil is a liar. It's not just a statement too. It's a fact. The guy is a liar. How do we have victory over him? Is when love is made perfect before us. Because when love is made perfect before us, we don't fear judgment. And then the hold of the enemy is nothing. <laughs> Someone said, this is hard though. But it's very easy. <laughs> ah. How does love, let me give you an example. How does love, has love made perfect in us? It's not only for us to sit down and say, oh, my brother hasn't got anything to eat but that you are moved and get up and give him something to eat. Love is made perfect in you. Are you with me? It's not only to sit and say, oh, the world doesn't know Jesus, but that we get up and then we go and preach the gospel. Now, this is what the Bible says. The Bible said that when love is inside of us and we care for our brother, it says we become like him as we are in this world. So when we start walking and love is made perfect in us, do you know what we do? We start imitating Christ. And one thing we know is that at the end of the day, God is not going to condemn Christ. Oh, somebody didn't get it. 
Someday, God is not going to condemn Christ. And Christ is the one God sees inside of you. This is the confidence we have. This is how we go about and we are happy and enjoy because we know. <laughs> Ay, hallelujah. Some people seem lost. Are you lost? I said, are you lost? Oh, you are, you are. First John 4, 12 says, no one has ever seen God. But it is what it says. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. The word there was means complete. Don't go about it. I love God. I love God. So it means what it means is that, this is what it means. The victorious Christian life is not just a life where we are just if love is not completed in you, you still won't have victory on the day of judgment. You won't have confidence to see him, to, to meet him on the day of because love is so complete inside of you. Ha! The, the, the researcher was he said something, he said, look, which blew my he said, he said, This is the reason why a lot of believers are afraid of judgment. <laughs> he said, it's because we are not making God's love flow through us. One of the things I give glory to Jesus for, I give glory to Jesus. Only God knows the times. I mean, recently, one of the leaders I was just talking to, one of the guys I was just talking to, sent me a text message. He said, look, he said, I see so, look, nobody has seen Christ. None of us have seen Christ. Nobody has, none of us have sat with him. And but he said, look, I see Christ in you. How do they see it? I smiled and I love when he said, I see Christ in you. And for him, one of the things that moves him about my life is my patience told some things about his life. And in this, he sees Christ at work in him. So when love flows through us, that's how the world sees him. And that's how we have confidence in the day of judgment. Hey, come on. If you are putting your hands together, put your hands together. <laughs> Hallelujah. How do we have victory over the enemy? Love must attain its goal through your actions. Love must attain its goal through your actions. That's how we have victory over the enemy. <laughs> Hallelujah. When it says take somebody's thing that doesn't belong to you. And love flows through you and says, ah, me take. Let me even buy and add more to the person. What have you done? You have overcome. You have damned the guy. When the enemy can say, insult the guy and be free. And then you look at the person, I love you. You have, you, you, look, you have put the enemy, you have put him down, down, down. It's not, it's not, it's not, yeah, 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 die. That's, that's, that's what, what are you talking about? That, that's a, it's, it's not die. That, that's how you put him under. <laughs> that's why we have churches die, 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 but they don't see any victory in their life. Hey, am I talking to somebody in the house? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Love must be perfect in you. Look at him and say, love must be perfect in me. Love, love, love. Oh, hallelujah. And I said perfect doesn't mean what? Without flaw. But it means what? To be complete. It means that it must flow through to others. We cannot say as a, as a branch, we have victory over the enemy. We can't come here and shout, Pie, and then we see people who are not born again, they will pass them. We don't have victory. <laughs> hey, right. You bypass people who don't know Jesus to come and stand here and say, I have victory, I have victory. <laughs> I have overcome. And then let me stand in the corner and laughing. <laughs> Look at them, they said they have victory. Let's read something. First John 3, 18 to 19. Let's all read. Hmm? First John 3, 18 to 19. What does he say? He says, Beloved, my said, little children, believers, dear ones, let us not love merely. <laughs> merely, <laughs> merely in theory. <laughs> Don't just theorize on love with word or with tongue giving lip service to, to compassion but in action and in truth in practice and sincerity 
Because practical out of love are more than words. It says, by this we will know without any doubt that we are of the truth. And will assure our hearts and quiet our conscience before him. Mm. Did you get that? Let me see. Uh, <laughs> the message Bible says, my dear children, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. This is the only way we will know we are living truly. Living in God's reality. It's also the way to shut down deliberating self-criticism. Even when there is nothing, even when there is something to it. For God is greater than our worried hearts and know more about us than we are about ourselves. He says, stop joking and talking about love. And, and talking and theorizing will come here and then we'll discuss love, love, and love this. He said, look, go and practice it. Look at him and say, go and practice it. Go and practice it. Hmm? Go and do what? Go and practice it. <laughs> what does the Bible say about love? Love is what? Patience. Love is what? Love is what? Open, open. First Corinthians 13. Open, open, open. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about let's go and practice what? Patience. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go on. Love is what? Love never fails. Love never fails. Oh. Okay, you go on. Hey. What's the word? Power. <laughs> Listen, it says love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for, its, for, for, it, for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Mm. Love doesn't strut. strut. It says, doesn't have a swelled head. Doesn't force itself on others. Mm. <laughs> you are forcing yourself on somebody's daughter. <laughs> Love isn't always me first. Doesn't fly off the handle. Doesn't keep score of the sins of others. Doesn't reveal when others gravel. Doesn't pleasure in the flowering of... No, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. Puts up with everything. Trust God always. Always looks for the best. Never looks back. But keeps going to the end. No, I was saying, yeah. Amplify says, love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful, and it's not jealous or envious. Love does not brag, and it's not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. Mm. This one must be underlined. Say, but you know the way, this is the way I am. You are not working love. <laughs> you are all the time overly sensitive. Somebody has touched you, somebody has done you. Every day, you're it's like people have to work on the eggs. I see they're working on the eggs around you. You're not a man of love. Because anytime you go off, mm, it, it does not take into account wrong endured. It forgets when somebody does them wrong. Some of you have archives, dated, colored. <laughs> Noted everything, sub article, comment have been put under bookmark. Comment have the day the sin was done against you. <laughs> Sticky notes is even put. Are you with me? It does not rejoice at injustice by rejoicing with the truth. When right and truth prevail, love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast, enduring difficult times, enduring all things without weakening. Love never fails, it never fails or ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. Hey, are we in the same house? Are we talking the same thing? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, we can overcome the enemy. Tell them we have overcome the enemy. We have, we have what? Overcome the enemy. The, the enemy. 
Ashanti join me with word overcome the <laughs> ah are you in the house what am i talking about we have victory the last scripture first john 2 28 2 28 now little children believers dear one remain in him with unwavering faith so that when he appears at his return we may have what perfect can you see confidence and not be ashamed and shrink away from him at his coming it means that some people will shrink away at his coming but it says dear children let's remain in him let's make love perfected in us so that when we hear his coming we don't fear We'll be so delighted looking to him. Are you with me? Yeah. You see, when we live our lives spent, spent in love, we will look to have him. Sometimes, I, I, look, the reason why some people, can't, they people can't, don't want him to come because they are not spent in love. They, they, they are full of their love. They love themselves. They fed themselves. They've given so much. They, they don't want Jesus to come. But you see, when you have, you have expressed and spent yourself, you're looking for him because he is your source. I'm telling you. We should be, you see, true, look, I don't to use the word true belief, but every believer should look for his appearing. I'm being honest with you. Every believer should look for his appearing. Why? Because we must live our lives spending his love here. We must live our lives spending his love. When you get up loving, patient, Kindness, spending his love. So that when you hear of his appearing, ah, he says, I can't wait to see the love of my soul. Mm. Tonight, I came to challenge you and to give you the key to victory over the enemy. Ah, last week I shared with you victory over the world. Faith. Victory over Satan is what? Love. It's love made perfect in a believer. Gives the believer victory over him. There's a place for praying and shouting and screaming. But trust me, if you want to have true victory over the enemy, it's God's perfect love. Made complete. Finished. Complete through action. Fulfilled in us. In Jesus' name. Ah, amen. Are you in the house? Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Are you blessed? Wherever you are, just close your eyes and just talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. We know, we know where our love is. Some of us have to learn to be givers. To give. Learn to give. Be kind. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, 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 come on. Oh God, grant us grace, 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 grace. When we pray, this, this, the, the power is supplied to us. God's power is supplied to us. Pray, 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 pray that God will supply power so you can walk in His love. Come on, Mandala Baba Baba Badusha. Rebele Bele 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 Bele. Come on, come on, come on. Mandala Baba Baba Dada do Shata Dalabaya de Lebelebe, 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 Lebelebe. Re Baloshi Kataya da Bahadi Shandala Baba. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. As you're praying, I want you also to pray for this house. Let's pray for the healing power. Let's pray the healing power of this house in the name of Jesus. Let's pray, let's pray. 
as you are praying, love is flowing through you. Love is made is being made complete. Love is being perfected. Come on, pray the healing power in this house. Let's pray that the blood will speak. The blood will speak, perfecting healing in the mind, the body, the heart, the soul, every part. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Ah, We shall be the church of love. We shall be the church of love. Mandoriosa. Come on, 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 come on. His love is made perfect. His love is made perfect. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, 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 come on. That I will be a young person full of his love, full of his love, full of his love. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we surrender to you. We surrender to the truth of your word. May your love be complete in us, Lord. Made perfect in us. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that this word will have its fullness in us. In the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh God, that this, this word will have fullness in and through our lives. I pray for, also for, for this house that, Lord, you will touch mommy, you will touch everybody, you touch my, you touch mouth, you touch everybody in the house. I pray that, Lord, your blood perfect is healing. In this home we thank you for the victory we have here for truly we have victory over the enemy in this house we honor you and we glorify you even now and forevermore and Lord, shall i give the lord a shout and praise hallelujah 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 amen thank you for listening to this message we hope you've been blessed get interactive with pastor Roderick ejekum on facebook at Roderick ejekum instagram Roderick ejekum and on twitter at Roderick ejekum this has been the kingdom move podcast thank you and stay blessed